Support for IPR comes from Hands in Harmony, a therapeutic healthcare facility with a splash of spa and a team of holistic healers to help in the quest for health, harmony, and happiness. Cedar Rapids and Mount Vernon. Classes, massage, and more at myhih.com. Today is Tuesday. It's the 11th of July. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Iowa abortion providers say if lawmakers pass new abortion restrictions in today's special session, they plan to challenge the law in court. At the same time, they're preparing to assist patients who may no longer be eligible for an abortion. We get the details from IPR's Grant Gerlach. Under the proposal, abortion would be banned after an embryo shows a cardiac pulse, which can happen as soon as six weeks into a pregnancy. Francine Thompson of the Emma Goldman Clinic in Iowa City says that amounts to a near-total ban because most women don't know they're pregnant at six weeks. Thompson says if that becomes law, her clinic and Planned Parenthood will work to connect people with providers in other states to help them access abortion. We'll continue to make those referrals and we'll continue to fight for the right to folks who want and need to have an abortion to be able to get one. Abortion rights supporters are planning a demonstration at the Capitol during the special session. Based on the schedule for the session, Republican leaders plan to pass their abortion proposal in one day. A state board has suspended a former Lone Tree Educator's Iowa teaching license for at least 12 years for alleged sexual involvement with a student nearly two decades ago. The Iowa Board of Educational Examiners approved the settlement with Justin Query last month. He denied the allegations but agreed to a public reprimand and license suspension. But the woman who filed the complaint is still barred by Iowa law from pursuing criminal charges or a lawsuit against him. State lawmakers have repeatedly declined to get rid of the limit for time for Iowans abused as children to sue their abusers. Sarah says she wants the ability to hold Query legally accountable for his actions. Because I don't. Like, this is, you know, this is all I get to do, and it's with the state board. And that's awesome and amazing, and I'm not trying to diminish it at all. I super appreciate everything the board did to investigate this case, but it feels very weird to have all this evidence and not be able to do anything legally about it. Sarah has asked IPR News to only use her first name because she fears retaliation and her name is not included in public documents about the case. Former President Donald Trump says he's not inviting Governor Kim Reynolds to his campaign events after a newspaper report suggests there's tension between Trump and Reynolds. Trump posted a statement on his social media platform after a New York Times story indicated his campaign is frustrated with Governor Reynolds for appearing alongside Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida and in Iowa. Reynolds also appeared with Casey DeSantis last Thursday in Johnston. That's Ron DeSantis' wife. Trump says on uh, Truth Social that he opened up the governor's position for Reynolds when he appointed former governor Terry Branstad to be U.S. ambassador to China. Trump says when Reynolds fell behind in the 2018 race for governor, he endorsed her and did big rallies for Reynolds. Trump says he's not inviting her to his events now. She plans to remain neutral in the presidential race. Former Iowa Congressman Steve King says he's talking with three law firms about filing a lawsuit to try to block construction of carbon pipelines in the state. King filed paperwork yesterday morning with the Iowa Utilities Board to be on record opposing the projects. And we already know what the Utilities Board is going to do. They have their marching orders. They're going to carry them out. And we need to fight them every step of the way. 
while we're doing that, we need to build the case to get to the United States Supreme Court. King says he's aware law firms are already representing landowners and county officials opposed to the pipelines in the state court, but he says the focus should be overturning a 2005 U.S. Supreme Court decision. That ruling said private property can be claimed for a private economic development project through the government's eminent domain process. And parts of Iowa got some badly needed rain in the last week, and it's helped the state's corn crop condition. This week's USDA crop report says Iowa corn is again rated 61% good to excellent. Soybean condition is rated 52% good to excellent, also roughly the same from last week. Much of the state remains in some stage of drought. This is Here First. Can we heal the environment? In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network. Governor Kim Reynolds announced a special legislative session beginning today with one sole purpose, restricting abortion in the state of Iowa. IPR state government reporter Katerina Sestarek is here to walk us through what's happening. Hello, Katerina. Good morning, Clay. So what will lawmakers do today? They'll debate and very likely pass a so-called fetal heartbeat bill. It would ban abortions after cardiac activity is detected in an embryo, and that can be as early as six weeks after a person's last period before some women even know they're pregnant. And right now, abortion is legal up to 20 weeks of pregnancy in Iowa, and the bill that GOP lawmakers have published online contains exceptions for pregnancies resulting from rape and incest, as well as for certain medical emergencies, miscarriage treatment, and for fetal abnormalities that are incompatible with life. Okay, so this bill is nearly identical to the one Governor Kim Reynolds signed into law back in 2018. Remind us what happened five years ago. Republicans in the legislature passed this in 2018, knowing that it was very likely to be struck down by a court. Roe v. Wade was still in effect, which protected people's right to get an abortion across the country. And the Iowa Supreme Court had ruled that Iowans had a fundamental right to terminate a pregnancy. So the six-week abortion ban never took effect in Iowa because the courts blocked it from enforcement. But last summer, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, and the Iowa Supreme Court overturned its earlier decision that found strong protections for abortion rights. So that all opened the door to more abortion restrictions in Iowa. And last summer, Reynolds asked the Iowa Supreme Court to reinstate the so-called fetal heartbeat law. Right. And that gets us more into the present tense. Just a few weeks ago, the Supreme Court were deadlocked on that question. What did that tie vote do? It just kept the status quo and kept abortion legal until 20 weeks of pregnancy. And because it was a tie, it didn't give lawmakers any more clarity on what the legal standard is in Iowa for reviewing abortion laws. Half the justices who participated in the case wrote that they didn't want to reinstate the six-week ban for procedural reasons, and that for now, the legal standard should be the undue burden test, which provides some protection for abortion rights. And the other half thought it should be the rational basis test, which would basically give lawmakers free reign to ban abortion. So Republican lawmakers want to pass the six-week ban again to get rid of the procedural issues that the court found with the last case and to force the court to finally decide how far lawmakers can go with restricting abortion. All right, back to the legislature today. What's the timeline look like? They're scheduled to gavel in at 8.30 this morning. There's a public hearing at the State House at 9.30, and people can sign up on the legislature's website to participate, but it will be limited by time, so probably not everyone will get to speak. Um, the Senate will have a subcommittee hearing that the public can participate in around 11 o'clock, and then committees in both chambers will debate and vote on the bill, and then it goes to the full House and Senate. The Senate is planning to end debate at 11 p.m., so it's very possible that this bill is sent to the governor's desk tonight. 
Okay, so if Reynolds signs this bill into law within the next couple of days, will most abortions in the state be banned immediately then? The bill says it'll take effect as soon as it's signed into law, but Planned Parenthood and the ACLU of Iowa will sue again. That could get the six-week ban blocked by a court very quickly, and this issue could end up in front of the Iowa Supreme Court again. All seven justices could participate instead of just the six who weighed in last month, so a tie vote wouldn't be possible. And if all that happens, it still might not be clear until next June whether or not a six-week ban can be enforced in Iowa. All right. IPR state government reporter Katerina Sestarek, thanks for all this. Thanks, Clay. This is here first from IPR News. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters.